0: Hi, good morning. Um, this is Gabor. This is my, probably my first podcast ever. I'd like to start this about like life and management and uh, being a CEO and that kind of stuff. I'm traveling not a lot nowadays um, between two bigger cities in Hungary and I'd like to share my thoughts about different topics, different ideas while I'm doing this traveling, because then it just doesn't feel like a waste of time. So, the first topic would be, I just uh, posted a question on LinkedIn, which um, I'm trying to find, actually, because I'd like to get that word by word to you. So, the question was, when you're looking for a Scrum Master, who are you looking for exactly? And I gave three plus one options, and the three plus one options were, A junior project manager, two, technical lead with people skills, three, an administrative assistant with empathy. And the plus one was other. And uh, this is what I want to talk about, the responses and the ideas which came along the way. So first of all, I didn't really get many responses. So there basically was one comment who, who actually chose from the above. All the others had Different opinions, which is fine. This is what the topic was about and the question was about. So the other ideas, first of all, someone wrote that we should have a business psychologist with technical knowledge, which is an okay idea. So my problem with this choice is that a business psychologist would have a much better position as being a business psychologist than being a scrum master, in my opinion, because when he's put in a, in a Scrum Master's position, one's limited to the team only. He couldn't be influencing a lot of people within the company, only that small portion, and that, in my opinion, would be a waste of resource. Resource in a very positive way of speaking about human resources. The other one was, yeah, it was an idea that one would just, just hire a Scrum Master, which, by the way, is pretty trivial, my opinion, because if you're looking for a Scrum Master, you should hire a Scrum Master. But the question, and probably I miscommunicated the question itself, and in my mind it was pretty obvious, but uh, it seems that for others it wasn't, that I wasn't looking for a kind of job description or the actual TA type of what I'm going to hire if I want to hire a Scrum Master, because then that's trivial. I want to hire a Scrum Master who has an active and uh, working knowledge of Agile, but I was thinking about more like personal stats, because when you're hiring any kind of manager into an agile role, then the first thing that you're looking for is an active knowledge of, of agile. So I didn't really get many responses uh, on the topic, but it was a discussion starter. and I do hope that uh, I will get a lot more debate going on further down the line because that's what moves us forward and not people posting actual solutions, so-called, but to put something up there as a starting point and then go into details and discussions and uh, everyone can weigh in with their two cents and then uh, we'll, we'll head to a direction for every people because um, every people is going to take what is there for them. Nothing's going to be perfect for everyone, but uh, we might get to a point where ideas to one or more people are, are good and can change their work life or all over their life for the better. So, that's the best of purpose. Moving back to what are the traits that I would be looking for from a Scrum Master, and these are my thoughts, my personal feelings and experiences and uh, how I interpret the role and who I think is from a basically ROI perspective is a very good candidate for a Scrum Master role. Keeping in mind, of course, that the first filter is a good and fresh or an active and working knowledge of Agile, the Agile methodologies, Agile practices. So, I put up three choices in the question. The first one was a junior project manager. I'd like to talk about why the pros and cons for a junior project manager. When you're looking for what I'm looking for a scrum master, I'm I need to yeah, sorry. I need to be aware of their skills. And if someone is really a junior project manager, then the trade that I'm looking for here is uh is empathy. Not really the managerial skills, because uh in my opinion, a scrum master doesn't really need to have managerial skills as in uh, creating processes, optimizing processes, and uh, working with people to create better processes. This is why I'm not looking for managerial skills from a junior project manager if one's put in a Scrum Master role or is applying for a Scrum Master role. Because in my opinion, what the Scrum Master is doing is getting all of the So there is probably, and if there's not, it's a problem, a process, a methodology, an SDLC, so software development lifecycle, in place on the project. And the project manager has put together the teams or delivery manager, account manager, whatever the high-level role is, and they get a scrum master into that role. And... They want that person to work with that one team or maybe two teams and get them to follow the path that they set, follow the processes, either if it's uh, mandatory, so like a reporting thing, or if it's an agile thing, which could change at any point of time, like like a methodology, so a version of, of Scrum or a version of Kanban or... Just a totally different methodology, which was put together from the agile practices and uh, ways. So they want to do that. So they want to have a person who actually gets the team, follow these processes. One is harder to change. The other one is easier to change. And I think also the uh, the Scrum Master's role is to gather the information and the feedback on retrospectives from the team, what things should be changed or could be changed for the better in these processes, in these methodologies. But at the end of the day, it's not him or her who actually manages that transition. Uh, The transition itself, the Scrum Master does manage, but the change itself is being done by a higher level authority. Being a Scrum Master doesn't really, in my opinion, doesn't really need large managerial skills. In my opinion, what I'm looking for, if the option is a junior project manager, is the people skills so that one would have influence on the team by building up trust, by building, actually forging a team itself and gaining the trust so that people would open up during their daily work and give their feedback on on everything they're working with. So that's why I'm actually looking for the people skills in junior project manager. The second option that I put up there was a strong technical person with people skills, which could be fine. And I work with people. Uh, I work with Scrum Masters coming from strong technical background and wanting to grow into a managerial position. And it was a stepping stone for them to become a Scrum Master. But what I would be afraid of is having someone from outside the team with these kind of traits being put in a scrum master role in a different scrum team, because experts in an area with strong technical but technical skills have a way of not getting along with each other, and uh, if you put someone external into a team who already has a technical lead, and every team does have a technical lead, even if you don't communicate that, because they choose one either way. So, if you put someone there to the top, then either this person needs to strongly and very profoundly understand that his or her role is not to be looking at technical solutions and not to influence the team in any technical items or override them in any ways in technical things, but the Scrum Master has to keep to their role. So it's, it's not a trivial thing for a strong technical person to do. So I have worked with people who are actually like that, so have a strong technical background and wanting to move into a managerial position and having Scrum Mastery to be a stepping stone in that direction. But it's a lot harder to integrate them into a team if they come from an external party. On the other hand, if they grow from within the team and their position as a technical position is backfilled by someone they they grew, someone they trust, the person is chosen from within the team, then it could be a more fluent transition. Even could be better if someone with managerial or people skills is chosen from somewhere else because the trust is already there from the team itself. This person who just newly became a, a scrum master would have a much easier path with getting the team together, forging bonds, and actually getting to the trust level that one would need to to get the feedback for change uh, within a scrum team. So technical experts with people skills, internal, not external, it's a lot harder as an external. The third choice was, and probably this is why I got some criticizing comments from actual Scrum Masters, that uh, I wrote that it could be an administrative assistant with empathy. And actually, I strongly stand by this option. Not that the others wouldn't be okay, they would really be fine. But, um, and as I explained earlier, what I'm actually looking for in a Scrum Master is is empathy and people skills, and the the can-do attitude, and the ability to follow procedures and to facilitate conversation, facilitate those actual meetings that agile requires, and um, gather the feedback in a in a manner that makes sense, and put it in a form that makes sense, and uh, gather data which then can be translated into into actual action items. So. I really hope that by listening to me, you understand why I put that third choice there, because working with data and working with processes and working with people as a team along procedures and following descriptions is, I think, mostly can be done by a person with the skills of an administrative assistant. Of course, integration problems can and most probably will occur because, um, In an IT position, of course, it's a lot harder to get acceptance from technical experts to understand why to get a lesser person to lead the team. And I know that this this sentence doesn't sound right in the Agile community because an administrative assistant with empathy being chosen for a Scrum Master role is never going to be a lesser person. And the other one is their leader because we understand that uh, being a Scrum Master is not a leader role. And I'm going to get back to this because in a way it's not, in other way it is, but yeah, let me just, just get back to this in a, in a moment. So it's not a leader role because it's a facilitator role and a shield for the team from external influences during a cycle. I think all three options are valid. And I think this is why the Scrum Master role is a very interesting one. And this is why I chose this one to be my first topic is that there can be a lot of discussions going around what kind of, what kind of people and what skill set could be chosen for a Scrum Master. Because I guess literally anyone could become a Scrum Master. I do think that there is one skill that is essential for being a Scrum Master, and that is the personal skill, which is called empathy. Because if you don't have that, if you can't get along with people, if you can't get into the other one's shoe or the other one's boot and try to think with their head, then you're not gonna be a good Scrum Master. All the other things that is required can be learned. Following instructions can be learned. Gathering data in a meaningful manner can be learned, but you will never get to a point where you can actually facilitate valid gathering of opinions for a change if you don't have empathy. So I think that's that's the only thing that you need to be looking for when choosing someone for Scrum Master, period. What I wanted to turn back to, and it's a kind of different topic, but everyone, and I really mean everyone in this world who work with people, are leaders because either they influence people to do great things or mediocre things or bad things. And I do think that these next couple of sentences will come up in, in a lot of my podcasts because I think this is a very, very serious and very, very important thing to understand for everyone from CEOs to Scrum Masters to housewives to fathers to grandfathers, everyone, that the phrase. I want to lead by example doesn't mean anything. Leading by example is not a choice, it's a given. How you live your life and how you do your work will be an example to the people you work with. It's not a choice. So if you, by nature, do things badly in terms of whatever, not being thoughtful to your people, not being thoughtful to your job, whatever that will have an effect on the people you work with, especially if you're a manager saying this word in a bad sense. They will look up to you, either if you're doing things good or you're doing things badly. So the thing that is most important to me at this moment in my career, in my life, is that leading by example is not a choice, it's a given, and you lead by example every day and every minute of your life. The two things that you could, let me rephrase that. I'm not gonna tell you what you can take away from this podcast, it would be much better if you tell me what you've taken away from this podcast in the comments. And thank you for listening. Thank you for giving me your time. And this is gonna be something else that I wanna talk about at one point, our time. I do hope to kind of see you again please subscribe, press the like button. I don't know. The thing is, I just want to get people to start thinking about things that surround them. Let's see if we can make this world a better place. It's a cliche, but I think it needs it. Thanks for listening and do have an awesome morning, day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in this world. Thank you.